Hey, everybody, welcome to another Canine Mind Freak episode brought to you by, of course, Canines on Duty. I'm your host, Brian Gagey, and I have a very, very special guest with me today. Now, a little disclosure uh, this is not about dog psychology today. This is me wanting to help out a brother in arms and get his story out. And I think that uh, because we have a lot of law enforcement and military personnel, as well as civilians that are struggling with post-traumatic stress, this uh, today's topic is very near and dear to my heart. And with me today is Jamie Guajardo. Uh, Jamie and I met in the Marine Corps. We were both in uh, state platoon together. And then uh, Jamie... Uh, went on to uh, head on over to Force Recon. And so, Jamie, I'm going to give you the floor here. And uh, could you share with our, our listeners um, your a little bit about yourself and, and your career in the Corps? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I just want to start by telling you, as well as your audience, that I'm so incredibly humbled and grateful uh, to be here today. I uh, feel incredibly blessed for this opportunity so I just want to extend that to you and all the listeners uh, that, uh, that are listening. Thank you very much. We're happy uh, to have you. I, I appreciate it, brother. I, uh, so, so my name is Jamie Guajardo, as, as you already mentioned. I, I did uh, around about 13 years in the Marine Corps. Um, as you mentioned, you know, we met in uh, a 3-4 state platoon. And, uh, you know, I, uh, just to comment on that platoon. So I, the, the brothers of that, of that unit you know, what are just lifelong anchored in my heart. I uh, went on to uh, First Force Reconnaissance Company, where I entered the reconnaissance community and did uh, a couple of deployments, one of them uh, being uh, basically the uh, invasion of, of, of Iraq. Um, and, uh, you know, during the, uh, during the invasion of Iraq, um, you know, I had the opportunity uh, just to, uh, to, to be in a platoon. Um, and, and it was just timing, really. I mean, it depends on, on, on who you are, you know, but um, I was always surrounded by men that uh, uh, that wanted to be, you know, the tip of the spear, you know. So, 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 we, so we consider it a blessing to uh, to be the platoon that uh, was uh, lucky enough. To, and again, it was all timing because there was a lot of solid platoons. But just to to be blessed to be that platoon that got to go up behind enemy lines, you know, during during the, you know basically start the entire war. Um, and that and that whole mission was uh, was so many things went wrong with it. And, and I. I Comment. I want to talk about that at, at a later date, but through uh, through the missions that we were conducting, uh, just, uh, get blessed to to work uh, uh, right under General Conway, who went on to be uh, uh, the commandant of the Marine Corps, um, and uh, through you know uh, through the the different things that we got to do during the war, um, really the culmination of of of, of everything I, I do now or thing that I'm doing now. Um, takes me to a, a, a night in, in Baghdad uh, where I had a basically uh, 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 an incident uh, that um, basically uh, uh, an incident that, that when it occurred, it changed my entire life for the rest of my life. Um, and that was uh, a, a situation where I was a spotter um, for, uh, uh, for, for a sniper. I, I'm 8541 as well. Um, and uh, unfortunately on this night, you know, we, we engaged a target and uh, that, that target ended up being another Marine. And, um, uh, you know, I, I will say this, you know, um, you know I, when, when you look at all the details, when you, when you see all the details played out, um, when, you, when, you, when you have everything out in front of you and you have all the details played out in front of you, 
Uh, I promise you, you know, when you have an opportunity to look at everything, um, there is not a single Marine in the world um, that would look at me and say, hey, this is your fault. Um, but, but I shouldered that responsibility. And I, you know, because in interest of time, I, I won't go into too much detail, except to just say that, you know, um, when that incident happened, um, my entire life changed forever. Um, and I basically, after that, uh, you know, my, my, the course of my life turned and went in a completely different direction, you know, and as time had come on and, and after that incident, and, and again, I, I, you know, once everything gets, gets out there to the public and, and it's been out in the public for a long time, but as I share my story, um, I, you will clearly see, you know, that, that, and, and, and really actually what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to quote General Mattis. Um, and, uh, it's a quote that, uh, that, 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 that General Mattis made after the investigation went out and came back. And, and, and this is what he said, the Marine's name was Corporal Milio. Um, uh, and, uh, 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 this is, this is what, he, uh, General Mattis had to say about the incident. He said the tragic death of Corporal Milio was a result of several significant breakdowns in discipline, coordination, and communication. That set the stage for this horrific incident. Even though no one event or person was the catalyst for Corporal Milio's death, one break in the chain of events may have spared his life. And, and, that, and I cannot summarize it better than that. And after that, coming back from Iraq and get, getting out of the Marine Corps, because I, I, I got out when, when I came back from the Marine, when I came back from Iraq, I made a lot of horrible decisions, which which I shoulder, I mean, was, I, I shoulder that as my responsibility, but I also, I also am at the point now where I'm ready to hold the Marine Corps kind of accountable for, for, for their role in how I exited the Marine Corps. Um, but, and, and, and I have nothing, I, I want to make it clear, like I have nothing negative to say about, about the Marine Corps or, 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 or myself. You know, mm -hmm. I, uh, uh, I was suffering and I made some horrible decisions that resulted in how, in how I left. I, I am a huge, huge fan uh, uh, of the Marine Corps, and I, I love the Marine Corps with all my heart. Uh, but there was just a lot of uh, bad decision making on my part and theirs that mm -hmm. resulted in my exit uh, 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 from the Marines. So when I got out of the Marine Corps, I uh, uh, really just was in a, a, a downward spiral. And um, I basically, but at a certain point in time, I ended up going to the VA and, and getting help. Um, and uh, the VA uh, uh, took me. You know, through years of, of, of getting help through the VA, I ended up in uh, my, my condition grew so worse, got gotten so mm -hmm. bad that I ended up uh, in a hospital uh, out in Colorado. And, um, you know, I, I want to make it clear that, you know, the decision to save my life, you know, came from me, uh, did not come from the hospital, did not come from the VA, that did not come from anything. You know, the, the, the decision to save my life came from, came from Jamie Guajardo. Mm -hmm. But while I was in the hospital, I uh, learned how to make uh, flies, little fishing flies. And I realized that that, that, that therapeutic act uh, helped me uh, with a lot of the symptoms that I deal with every day. And um, I basically, you know, Semper Flies was, was born. Semper Flies, the concept of Semper Flies. And now, and at first it was, well, I'm going to, you know, market these flies and this, that flies. And then now it's been like a couple of years since I've been in that hospital. 
And uh, now I'm beginning to develop signs of TBI. Uh, but I was a, a, a breacher. Uh, uh, I was a breacher blanket guy. Well, not a breacher, but I was the guy that held the, the blanket uh, and, and absorbed the blast so that the rest of the Marines can gain access. And, and I, please, I don't mean that in a negative connotation. I would, uh, you know, fighting for the United States of America, I would go back and do that job in a heartbeat because, you know, like yourself, I'm a warrior. Um, so, you know, I basically now that has been a couple of years and I'm still, I still, I'm still developing my healing. Mm-hmm. I really that Semper Flies is not a, uh, it's not really a fly at all. I mean, I mean, it is, don't get me wrong. I mean, Semper Flies is going to have flies and we're going to market and that's not, but I realized that um, Semper Flies is really a platform for me to tell my story. Yeah. That's, and, 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 and that's what really Semper Flies is all about. Um, you know, I, I, I had to kind of uh, gain strength in some certain areas where I, you know, really, you know, as time has gone on and I, this concept has grown in my head and I'm constantly building it and I'm constantly evolving this, this thought of what Semper Flies is. I realize now that, uh, you know, Semper Flies, even though it, I will discuss the life and death of, of Corporal Milio, and I will discuss the incident. I will discuss these things. Uh, really, what Semper Flies is, it is not any one of those main points. Semper Flies is a platform for me to tell my story and go out and help save the lives. Because now that I have made a decision to save my life, which comes with a daily amount of, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough. Sure. It, it's as I have a brother that says daily struggle, it's a daily struggle. Yeah. Um, but, but for me, Semper Flies is my platform in which I will go out and I will reach the lives of those veterans that are suffering and let them know that they can stay in the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, they can get up every day. They can wake up every day. And regardless of, of, of being on that ledge every day, that, they can do it because if I could do it, they can do it. That's right. And 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 that is what Semper Flies the concept. And there's so much more I could talk about, which I'm sure, sure. I'll talk about. But that 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 is really what Semper Flies is. Semper Flies is a catalyst, is a platform for me to go out and find those veterans that are hurting, that are suffering, and let them know that they can stay in the fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to comment on some of the things that you spoke about, I, myself, I was involved in a friendly fire incident, which you're aware of, uh, with Snellings <laughs> and, uh, I did the same thing. Uh, I, I took on the responsibility. I put it on my shoulders and I thought, man, if I could, have the woulda, shoulda, couldas, you know, if I would have been paying more attention, if I would have thrown a bigger complaint about what I felt was wrong with the situation And that is what has haunted me all these years. You know, I would dream about that scenario and not doing the right thing. And it made me feel like I was a social outcast. It made me feel dirty. It made me feel unprofessional. Like everything that I take pride in, it took those thoughts, took that from me. The very essence of who I was, was gone because I felt so guilty. And then I went through some a uh, couple divorces, and I thought this is only reinforcing the idea that I am a mess, that I am not a, as good of a human being as I thought I was. 
And it turns out all that is wrong. And when I see somebody who has the life experiences that you have that's struggling the same way and to come out the other side, the truth is in life, we all get kicked in the nuts and we end up on our knees. But it's though what matters is those of us who choose to get back up and get back in the fight and put your guard up. You know, I remember uh, when I got out of the core, I went a little crazy and I got into like cage fighting and MMA because it was a form of self-punishment for me. But one of the, I learned a couple of cool principles. It doesn't matter how hard you get hit. If you're not knocked out, you better get your focus and get right back in that game. And I thought, how come I'm not doing that in this life? Like outside of mixed martial arts, how do I get back up in my head? And I had to find things like what you're talking about. I think, and, and the purpose of today's podcast is to promote Semper Flies. I, I didn't mention that in the very beginning when I introduced you, but that is the main thing that we're trying to promote. And, and ultimately, Jamie, I want to use my platform because of the amount of military and uh, law enforcement people, as well as civilians. I mean, we have uh, judges, we have psychiatrists, uh, therapists that follow us because they love dogs. And uh, there's lawyers, a lot of lawyers out there that are listening that I think might be able to help you. So the, the first question I'd like to ask, I, I know that in order to establish a well-founded company to help other people, and I, I personally believe, and the reason why you're here with me, besides our brotherhood, is because I believe you truly have a heart. We spent a few hours chatting over the last couple of years about Semper Flies, and I know what your motivation is. You want other people to know you're not alone. Here's my story. This is to prove that I feel the pain that you're feeling. And that in itself is so incredibly powerful. However, it unfortunately in any business, whether it's a, a helpful business or whether it's just out to make a boatload of money or whatnot, it does cost money to get up and establish. So uh, are you uh, currently a 501c3 yet? Negative. I am okay. not. That is, uh, um, that is a road that I'm going to go down. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, pretty much all my own money invested, mm -hmm. uh, invested in product, invested in design, invested in trademark, mm -hmm. uh, invested in tools to, to make, you know, to, uh, 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 to make the price because the tools are not cheap, you know, the, the, the ones that I bought. Um, and I, what I did is I, uh, I, I, I put some in money of my money into like hats and stuff like that. So that I can make a little bit of that money back as I can, as I grow my platform. Yeah. Okay. It is the goal that that, that is the goal. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure that out of the amount of followers that we have, there's got to be some uh, business lawyers out there or nonprofit lawyers out there that may be willing to help out a disabled veteran get this going because I think the business model that you have is right in line with actually helping people. This isn't a get rich quick thing. This is truly about your desire to help other military personnel, other veterans who are struggling and don't think there's a way out. They need help. They need somebody to grab them by the arm and help them stand again. And that's why I totally support you and your endeavors. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little shout out here to our, our listeners and our audience uh, to just, uh, if you can find it in your heart to give us a helping hand, 
well, give Jamie a helping hand. Uh, I'm simply using our platform to promote and to find people to help you get uh, Semper Flies more established and everything that you need to go to that next level. So um, I, I do have a question for you though. How the, like Semper Flies, that is such a cool name for me. The first time you told me about that, like I honestly was in awe. I'm like, that is freaking genius. How the heck did you come up with the name Semper Flies? Man, what a great question. I, I t- uh, how did I come up with the name Semper Flies? I, you know, honestly, like I, uh, man, I, I wish I had a, a, a good answer, like some kind, but it just came. I mean, I, you know, mm. I, 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 I think, well, I, I mean, in, in, in a probably a deep rooter answer, you know, regardless, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very proud, I'm, I'm proud to be a Marine, you know, I, I, as you are as well, you know, uh, um, I, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, being a United States Marine is one of my greatest I, uh, parts of my identity, yeah. you know, and, uh, um, you know, I, I would never, ever, ever uh, walk or live, a, live in, a ma- in a manner or conduct myself that even, you know, even, even though I, with the Marine Corps, I had ups and downs, I would never conduct myself in a manner that would ever give the United States Marine Corps a black eye. You know, right. I mean, even now in my late forties, I, uh, uh, you know, my, my, my life quest for warriorship and gentlemanship, I, 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 I lead with the bearing of a United States Marine because that's who I am. And, um, uh, uh, when, when, you know, when I went through my trials and tribulations, which I, you know, I, I still experience every single day, you know, I, 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 when I, when I came through, you know, even though, you know, what got me into the, you know, uh, being in the hospital and having the experience of, of creating the flies and it, it, it's all Marine based, you know, I, I am a, I'm a very proud Marine. And, um, you know, when the whole idea of making the flies and how can I use this to help other veterans, you know, I literally, you know, the, the, the birth of uh, the, 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 the simple flies, it just came. And, and I wish I, 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 so to summarize the answer, I think that just being a proud Marine is kind of what morphed that entire thing, you know, yeah. kind of, you know, how I can help other veterans. That's right. Well, and for anybody listening that does not know what Semper Fidelis means, which is the Marine Corps motto, it means always faithful. And in fact, um, I even add Semper Fidelis ad mortem, which means always faithful to the death. And that is the, the main concept that the Corps instilled in us is to always be faithful, always show up and always be willing to put our lives on the line for the American way of life, which is our constitutional freedoms. And we want to give that that sense of freedom to the world. I mean, that's the whole point in going to other countries to help free the oppressed. You know, so many people want to contribute it to, it's all about the oil. Well, you know, as well as I do, Jamie, that's not why we were there. That's not what our motivation was as the boots on the ground. Our motivation, what this isn't about oil. It's not about this. This is simply about empowering people to see the potential freedoms that they can harness. So when I hear the word Semper Fidelis, to me, it's that mindset that we are always willing to put our lives, our very lives on the line for human beings, because we truly care about freedom and the ability to choose your own life and to make your own decisions for you and your family. Like that is a really cool thing. And so when, when I hear Semper flies, it really makes me think about how, even though you've been kicked 
very hardcore, you're still standing and you're upholding those traditions of the Marine Corps because you are being faithful. And so to me, when I hear this, it's, it's much more than, than uh, just a term, it, just much more than a business name. So uh, I really appreciate what you said about being a proud Marine and, and looking back on your, your service. Yeah, you had some difficult problems to navigate through, but you served with honor. And uh, as I was telling you on the phone the other night uh, when we were talking about doing this podcast, uh, I have a lot of respect for you. Uh, you picked up rank a little bit uh, quicker than I did. And uh, we had a couple uh, uh, incidents that we talked about. And uh, the cool thing is, though, I learned a lot looking back at that. And I, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is they view their past as a curse rather than just a stepping stone to bring you into your, your mission, your, your main mission in life. And now you're not in the core. So what is your mission now? Well, everything that you have experienced, the good, the bad, the ugly, it brought you to a place of coming up with some semper flies. Think about it. If you wouldn't have had those experiences in the Marine Corps, you wouldn't have ended up in that VA hospital. You wouldn't have had somebody put a fishing fly in front of you and tied it. All those things had to happen to bring you to where you're at today. And to me, that is such a cool story right there to see the chain of events to lead you to where you're at today. Call it God, call it the universe, whatever you listeners want to call your higher power. Uh, for me and Jamie, we definitely believe in God. And uh, I believe that God allowed all those things to happen because you were strong enough to shoulder that and to come up with an idea to help other people that are suffering the way you were and the way I was. And man, that's just such a cool thing right there. Uh, Jamie, let me ask you this. Currently, do you have anyone that's actually funding you or are you doing this all on your own? Yeah, currently, uh, everything that is invested in separate flies is out of my pocket. Um, and, you know, I, um, I attempted to, I, I, I kind of, I, uh, I, I was working on a buildup where I was going to launch it last year and I realized that I still have a lot of healing to do. And, and I, I still, every day is a day of healing. Um, but this year, this coming up, this, this year, 2022, that is my target. And, and the money that I have right now, I, I, that I have invested in the company. Um, it, it's all 100% out of my pocket. And, um, yeah, I, I think to answer a question, I, I, I can easily go left or right. With, with <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and there is, Yes, everything that is invested in Semper Flies is 100% out of my pocket right now. All right. Well, we're going to uh, put a shout out there uh, and uh, let's rally some troops together to see if we can't give uh, Jamie some assistance here. So if any of you listeners are interested on getting in on the ground floor to help a veteran help other veterans through Semper Flies, uh, make sure you let us know. And Jamie, the other thing that I want to do is through uh, our company, I want to create a GoFundMe account. And uh, we're going to market that. Uh, we're not going to take, I, we, our company is not going to take a single penny from that fund. Uh, and we're going to see if we can't raise some money to, uh, to help you out in this endeavor. I think that this is extremely important. I wish there were other veterans that have been beat down, would find their way to get back on their feet and do the same thing. Because there's millions of us veterans that are struggling, millions of us. 
And so to have 100,000 nonprofits that are helping veterans, it's still not enough because every day we got more military personnel coming home with these struggles. It's, it's like the dog industry. You can't have enough dog trainers. There's too many dogs. And people are so concerned, well, it's, you're going to hurt my business. No, we're not. There's so many uh, veterans um, struggling out there. So yeah, if anyone listening wants to get in on the ground floor, uh, I will have a GoFundMe link attached to this podcast, as well as the video presentation. Click on that link, uh, help Jamie out where you can. I know we're going to be doing our due diligence to help Jamie out with uh, anything we can. Um, you know, J- Jamie, uh, I, I you know well that I appreciate you. I have a lot of respect for you and and what you went on to do in the Marines. Uh, What's one of the biggest things that you struggled with inside your head before you got the help? Because I want to see if that aligns what I was struggling with, because if that's true, then I'm sure there are millions of other veterans with the same problem in their head, that self-talk. What, what was some of the big things that went through your head before you got help that, that kind of triggered the whole, you know, poor decision-making? Cause I definitely have myself, you know, I mean, I, for crying out loud, um, I've made some stupid choices because of some of the thoughts in my head. So I'm just kind of curious, what, how did you view yourself before you got help? Yeah, that, that, that is actually an easy answer. Um, and, and, and the number one answer, you know, on that is, is that is my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, uh, and, and I still like, I, it's, it's kind of, I mean, on, on, on a whiteboard, right. So if you were to lay out all the details and examine this on a big, big white table or something like that, and you were to say, Hey, here's all the details. There's just no way you could walk away with the conclusion that this is this person's fault or that person's fault. I mean, you, you cannot, but, um, I, I don't know, being the way God wired me or um, just, I, I cannot explain it. There is never a second that goes by today, yesterday, a year ago, five years ago. There is never a waking second that goes by that I don't feel 100% responsible for the entire incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, a lot of that has to do with, I think, self-standard as far as when you look through all the details, I mean, no way that any one Marine could have been responsible for all the, the overlapses and oversights and mistakes that were made that led up to the death of Copamalio. Like, there's no way. I mean, there's just so many different uh, um, entities from the actual squad itself to the actual uh, people that were coordinating patrols to to, uh, I mean, and we had our own slice in it, right? I mean, the, 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 the sniper team, right? That the, 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 there was so many mistakes made mm-hmm. from all these different entities that there's no way that one Marine could have solved all of those. Mm-hmm. Ever, every single one of those things because I've been in a squad, because I am a sniper, because I, you know, because I've done all these duties before, um, the level of catastrophic oppression that one feels when an incident like this happens, I still wake up every single day today and this post-apocalypse you know, uh, uh, nightmare feeling every day, uh, that is my fault. And 
I have to literally get up every single day. And I mean, at the sake of sounding so heavy, I literally have to get up every single day and save my life, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's why, I mean, I, and that's, you know, again, kind of going back to the thing you mentioned earlier, you mm-hmm. know, that, that, that is the whole point of Sipper Flies is to identify other Marines like me or, 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 or Marines, soldiers, you know, a, a veterans yeah. and let them get up every single day and save their life. Yep. There was a time uh, for me where I was, I, I was pretty volatile and uh, I was going through my second divorce and I just thought, man, what is wrong with me? And it, it turns out there was nothing necessarily wrong with me. It was just all my thoughts. And I can tell you from my experience working with uh, police and military personnel and even civilians with their dogs alone, it just gave me a sense of purpose. And there always has come a time where I'm dealing with a, a, a police canine handler, or a military canine handler, and we build this friendship as we're working with the dogs. And then they confide in me and they begin to share certain stories with me about where they're struggling and A lot of cops, for example, they're afraid to say that they're struggling when they had to like kill a suspect or um, maybe their dog, they had to deploy their dog and the dog bit somebody. Well, you created harm to someone else and and they don't know how to process that, but they're also afraid to talk about it. What's it going to look like? Because I'm still active military or police. Are they going to doubt that I can do the job? Am I going to be labeled? And it's surrounded by so much fear that they don't think that there's a way out. So then when I connect with them, even over their dogs, they're opening up to me because they know that I've had similar experiences. And for me, that's therapeutic to be able to help someone else and to coach them. And the more I begin to help other people, the more uh, stronger I got mentally. It was like I was hitting the gym, exercising my brain to say, no, I do have purpose. My story is not a curse. My story is a blessing to help someone else see that they're not alone. And that's what I, I love about what you're doing with Semper Flies is as you go, continue to go through the healing process, which never ends. I, I still go through that too. I can't control what dreams I have. And I dream about that night when uh, Snellings was shot uh, often. And I just remember that I have purpose now. I am helping other people. And that to me is the beauty behind what you're doing with Semper Flies. And I think that that's also going to take you to that next level in your mental strength. Because then there's there's a responsibility to show up. Like, even if I wanted to, I couldn't end my own life because I have people that are depending on me. So that's a way that makes those thoughts go away if they were there, for example. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. So I, I really think that this is going to be helpful, not only for the veterans and, uh, and you know, the other people struggling with PTSD, uh, but I also think that it's going to be a massive impact on you as well. Uh, I, I know your heart. And when I served with you, yeah, you, you always had a big heart. You always wanted to help, uh, people in your, your platoon out, which we were a very small platoon. We were kind of the black sheep of the battalion. If you, <laughs> so we had to have each other's backs and like, you definitely understand that, that term brotherhood and sisterhood when it comes to Marines, of course. But I also know that you and I, we also have empathy and compassion for those outside of the core. 
you know, your army guys, your Navy guys, your air force guys and gals. Um, so yeah, I just think it's, it's really cool what you got going on here, Jamie. Yeah, I'm very humble and grateful. And it's funny, I, I, uh, a couple of things that I want to comment on real, real quick that, sure. uh, uh, that you touched on. Um, you know, people that are out there, regardless of, of, of what you do, whether you're a first responder or you are a veteran, you know, um, I, I would tell you, you know, um, getting help because it, getting help is so important. Um, yeah, you, you, you touched on the fact that, um, you know, people don't want to get help, you know, because they have this facade built up of, mm-hmm. of who they think they are or what are or what they what they need to be in order to maintain the bearing of whether it's a honestly, whether it's their career or whether it's a husband at home with their wife, whether this this facade that they build of, of strength that they need to maintain rather than saying, I need to get help. Right. So what th- this is what I learned. Um PTSD, TBI, they're warrior killers. They're warrior killers. And and, uh, uh, if you will, when you know, once you you identify within yourself that there is something going on, it is so important to get help on that front end. It is so important to get help on the front end uh, rather than waiting till later. Because what happens is, and this was was in my case, uh, I turned around one day and I just realized that I realized that uh from the inside and out that I was I was a wreck I was a destroy I was just I was just a destroyed mess and I looked around and I was like I looked at all these uh started looking at all the other warriors in the community you know warriors I don't even know just warriors I, I I'm like yeah that guy's a warrior you know uh you know I I, I looked around and I'm like how did I get to where I'm at you know how did I get to where I'm at how did I get mess of, 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 you know, of, of needing to help. I, and and is, I didn't get help. I did not get help when I needed to. I turned to other things uh, to help cope uh, what I was going through as opposed to learning and educating myself about what my body was going through. Mm-hmm. And by the time I turned around, I was just like, oh my gosh, how did I get down here? How did yeah. I get down? Out of the barrel. How did I get down to to this level? I, I guess I'm disheveled mess. And and the, and the answer to that question because I, I did not get help. Um, and then there was something else you mentioned there. I I I, I forgot. Well, there was just another thing I forgot. Ah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And and that's that's really what happened to me as well. Uh, I put it off. Put it off. I thought, nah, I'm I'm solid. I'm strong. I'm I'm a marine. I can do anything. And not getting help was actually the worst decision I made. And through a series of events, it, I, I kind of was um, in a position where I didn't know what else to do. So I ended up getting involved at the VA and counseling. And that's the other thing, too, that I want to bring up, uh, Jamie, if you don't mind. If you're listening and you are actively in the VA system and your therapist is not doing you much justice, I've had four therapists over the last 15 years that weren't speaking my language and I wasn't getting the help I needed because they didn't know how to, they they just, their personality just clashed with mine. Recently, when I moved here to new England, uh, VA gave me a therapist that speaks my language and I have received more help from her over the last two years than I have any other therapist. So don't be afraid to go to VA and say, Hey, I need a different therapist. 
that's very, you have to advocate for you. No one else is going to do it for you because they don't know what's in your head. But if your therapist isn't working out for you, don't, don't be quiet about it. Make sure you voice that, Hey, I need someone else here because they're just not speaking my language. Their personality clashes with mine or whatever the case may be. And I wish I would have known to do that years ago because I feel like I'd be more advanced now. So if you're listening and you are in the VA system, or if you're in law enforcement and you're already seeing a therapist for, you know, uh, some of the trauma that you guys have to go through as well, uh, to include EMS and firefighters, you guys see a lot of death and destruction as well. Make sure you're an advocate for yourself, right? You get, what, what's your, have you had any experiences like that, Jamie, where the, some of the I, therapists just weren't clicking with you? Absolutely. So, so and, and it's kind of funny because I mean, uh, I think you, you did a really great job of framing about the therapist. What, what I, what I want to touch on real quick is, is in, right. So if it was up to the VA and again, I, I want to make this unequivocally clear. I'm not here to knock the VA in any way whatsoever, man. I gave, uh, the, the VA gave me a, uh, uh, through years and years of treatment and years and years of, of, of education and assessing and just constantly go, you know, tweaking what you know, learning it, it was about a knowledge, right? The VA brought me to a platform where I'm, I'm stable, right? So like, I, I'm like, I'm stable, you know, mm -hmm. um, I could get up, I could, you know, basically, you know, uh, live a life. Right. But I, I will tell you that, um, when it comes to medication, you know, my stuff, the, 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 my heavy, as I always call it, um, has been, has been framed as treatment resistant, you know, mm. meaning that, you know, if, if it, you know, the VA, like I'm not a big fan of pills, right? Mm. And, and, and if it was up to the VA, you know, to, to be transparent, uh, I would still right now be on a conglomeration. I mean, the cocktail, I mean, at one point in time where I was uh, on so many different medications at, at two in the morning, three mid-afternoon, one before lunch, two after lunch, this and that, boom, and three, three at night, right? And, and, and for me, um, I, I, I realized I, I got to a point where I had so many different chemicals, stuff like that flowed through my body. And uh, uh, I literally was just like, this is not doing anything for me. Like, like I, I am still, my, my heavy is still so heavy mm. and none of these pills are doing anything for me. So I, I, will, I will give a quick shout out real quick to an organization called uh, a Warrior Quest. I uh, uh, was actually able to gain well, I would frame relief. I was able to gain relief. Uh, so if you're out there and you're on medication and you are, um, and you're struggling with, with the medication taking effect and are really having a dent on what you're going through, look into a company called Warrior Quest. Uh, uh, they, they, you know, they, they have a program there. Uh, and I won't get into details. I'll let them sell themselves. But uh, a Warrior Quest was a program that I went to and um, I, I intend on going back. Uh, but they uh, uh, were able to help me put a dent, put a dent and for me, put a dent and gain some, gain some relief. So I will, I'll, I'll just kind of leave that there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to post a link to that. Seeing how you mentioned it and they were of assistance to you. I'm going to put a link uh, in the podcast description. If you're watching on Facebook, it'll uh, be in the description above. So make sure you read that and click on the links if you find yourself in the same boat that Jamie was in when he met Warrior Quest. So I'm happy to put that there so you guys can already, you don't have to search for it. I'll provide that link for you. 
and you know, Jamie, I think that what you're talking about is extremely important for other people struggling to hear. Um, because I think in this day and age, a lot of people believe that just a quick fix, you know, people that want to lose weight, they get a diet pill. Everyone's looking for this quick fix through like medication, but there's many instances where the medication isn't working. Uh, VA had me on SSRIs for a very long time. And that's what I experienced too. It was like my body finally over a few years built up a tolerance and I was still struggling. And I ended up, I've been off of all the meds for, oh, uh, I don't know, eight, nine years now. And I've actually made more progress without the medication than with the medication, simply because that's where my brain was at. Oh, the meds, that's going to tear down my walls and they can fix me and everything that's broken. Well, no, that's, that's a false representation of what medication is actually used for. Um, so I appreciate the fact that you shared that part uh, because I think they need to hear that medication is not always a quick fix for you and it doesn't work for everybody. And if you build up a resistance, it's time to look at other things. Let's not forget the definition of insanity. Albert Einstein doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. I, I, absolutely. And I, it's kind of funny. because I, I, right now, you know, I spend, um, you know, I spend, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I went from, the pill, right, to a holistic, uh, um, more of a kind of like a natural type of uh, a sense where I realize these things, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, they don't heal me, but what they do is they help me battle every day. It's, mm. it's a tool in my box. I, I get in the morning and I, and I, I run my doTERRA oils. I, uh, I link up with a company uh, uh, called Stigley Oil Company uh, out of Santa Clarita. And uh, uh, it was a lady I went to church with, and uh, um, she got me going on uh, on, on Duterra oils. Uh, and I, I I legitimately, you know, I, I'm running literally as we're talking right now. I'm running. You probably can't see it, but I'm I'm running my my oils right now as we're speaking because it what it does is it assists me. You know, it is a tool in my box. Um, mm -hmm that just kind of offers relief, you know? And I don't, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I stay away from like, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I don't smoke pot. I don't, you know, I, I'm not consuming alcohol right now. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm not, I'm not into, you know, I'm not, uh, I, I, I'm not out, uh, you know, uh, altering my brain, you know, uh, to, I, I've been down that road already, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and, and, and I'm making it clear, like, I'm not, I don't preach against, you know, I'm not here to advocate against uh, alcohol. I mean, I'm here to advocate against alcohol abuse. Sure. But not here to advocate against marijuana or anything like that. You know, I, I, am not, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't take a stand on any of those issues, you know? Right. Um, uh, but you know, I, uh, uh, for me, you know, uh, having, you know, I am choosing where I'm at in my life right now. I am choosing things that are less invasive, you know, like pills, some, some of that na nature to, to help me ease the pain, you know, to help me, what I deal with every day. Sure. And it's funny you mentioned the, the essential oils because uh, one of my therapists kept pushing that on me. And I'm like, no. Well, it turns out uh, I'm actually a big believer in essential oils now. Uh, yeah. And I've looked at the science and I've talked to some of my professors studying cognitive psychology um, 
there and I asked them, what are, what are, what are these things? How does these things actually work? Because I do notice there's a calming effect when I smell certain things. And oftentimes the way my professor explained it to me, for those of you that think essential oils are bullshit, they're, they're actually very useful because certain scents will take you back in your brain unconsciously to a peaceful time in your life. Like that's the power of smell, right? Yeah. You, you smell cookies. How many times do you get a, a quick snapshot of your grandmother baking cookies when you was a kid? And all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, that smells good. Um, I recently was watching a documentary on uh, the scent cognition in humans. And the, this guy, I can't remember what country he's from, but he's like got multiple PhDs. And he said, the truth is when we smell things, those, those uh, uh, conglomerates of chemicals, they actually don't smell. If you took away, like we think that our nose creates the smell, it's not, it's our brain. Our brain creates the, what that smells like. And that dates all the way back to the beginning of mankind, like caveman days. How did we know what we could eat and what we couldn't eat? Well, if it smelled good and sweet, we could eat it. If it smelled bad or bitter, stay away from it. So it literally guided us. So the, the, the scent or the sense of smell is actually more powerful than I ever thought. So I definitely vouch for those essential oils. I, I actually use them quite a bit as well. Uh, now, I also understand they don't work for everyone, but I know they work well for me. You're saying they work well for you. Is it a fix-all? Absolutely not. But it is. I love the fact that you talk about tools in your toolbox. It's just one tool. I, absolutely. I, it's, it, it, absolutely. And, and, and a lot of things like, uh, uh, like that. Right? Like I, um, I, I consider my, my dog Right, my dog is a huge, huge tool in my toolbox, man. I mean, honestly, I, I uh, the power of uh, of having a um, what, uh, uh, and, and I, I, she does not have the the title of actual service dog. She is a uh, emotional support dog, you know. And uh, I will tell you that this dog has literally saved my life. My power just went out. <laughs> like <laughs> the this dog has literally saved my life, and I'm sure will continue to do so wow. on countless. And, and the power of, of, you know, of having this, this animal in my life and the emotional, uh, the emotional comfort that an animal brings to me is a tool in my toolbox, my essential oils, getting up in the morning, my power is back on, <laughs> uh, the, the essential oils, getting my brain moving, getting my brain, kind of like you said, because it's so funny, I learned a lot about that as well about how your brain takes those smells and processes and keeps it, keeps it moving, keeps it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so it, uh, uh, so that getting out, going for a walk. Right. So, so <clears throat> there are times during the day where I grab my, I'm just like, I'm a complete mess. And I'm just like, feel like I cannot put a foot forward. And I'm just like, I'm going to grab my, and I'm going to, or, and I'm going to go for, sorry, I just got a call right now that puts you to voicemail. So I, I, there are times of the day where I'm just like, I just drop everything right now, grab my dog and go for a walk, you yeah. know, and, 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 and I do that. And I, and, and it helps, uh, you know, it's, it is a, it's a full box, you know, it's a getting mm -hmm. out, getting moving, um, you know, watching, uh, you know, getting out, smelling nature, you know, getting my brain, you know, uh, activated in, in, in getting my endorphins going, you know, all of these things are tools in the box. I realized at some point in time 
that, you know, the pills were not doing anything and the pills just got more and more and more and more. And every time I turned around, it was adding my cocktail was changing. And I was just like, I'm not, why am I, you know, why am I polluting my body with so much? Don't get me wrong. I want to make this unequivocally clear as well. Uh, There are instances, situations, and, and there's a lot of, a lot of situations where having some kind of, uh, like you said, called SSI or something like that helps, you know, and, 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 and you know, I, I do think that they have their place. Sure. But I think that when you are, when you have a certain level of heaviness and you realize that the pills are not helping and you realize that the pill list is only getting larger and larger and larger. And next thing you know, you turn around and you've got a table full of all these different medications and you're not feeling any better. At that point in time, you need to start realizing that the pill is not the answer. But there are some cases that are out there, the people that uh, have go through traumatic events where getting on getting on a medication for a certain period of time, them over the hump. And I don't ever want to take away from that as well, you know. But yeah. Being on pills, you know, a lifelong mission of pills and like that, like it was, I, I had to basically just hit a wall and say, I need to save my life and this is not working. Right. And, and that's. Yeah, well, and I appreciate you saying that because that that also I think proves to me and, and our listeners as well that there are many tools out there. They have their place and time. It's just about being aware that if they're not working for you. And I, I like that you said that you never want to trash the VA, you don't want to trash medications, you don't want to talk about, you know, drugs, alcohol, like that, because well, that's not really your mission. Your mission is to let people know that they're not alone, that you were a warrior, experienced a lot of crazy stuff. And your mission is to teach people how to stand back up, you know, and you just said you have to, you have to get back up on your feet every day, every day. When you wake up, you have to be the one to motivate yourself. No one else will do it for you. I think that's one of the reasons why I've been through a couple of divorces, because I was hoping that they could help me. And they weren't equipped to help me. They didn't have the right life experiences to help me. Uh, fortunately, I'm remarried and I found somebody who helps me, but in a different way. It's just her personality just fits with mine better to where some of my quirks doesn't make her have bad thoughts of who I am as a person. You know what I mean? So it's that's something to be said as well to, to find someone at some point that just can connect with you and truly show you unconditional love. That's really powerful. And I bring that up because I feel like that's your driving force. You truly have an unconditional love for your brothers and sisters that are out there. I mean, every time I talk to you, that's what I hear is how much you care so much about people. And I'm so glad that you're still here to share this story and to go down this road with Semper Flies. Uh, to really prove to the world how you can love people unconditionally. I, I think that's a really beautiful thing, Jamie. I'm very humble and grateful. And I will uh, absolutely, I will credit my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with that. Because what you're talking about right there, brother, is, is an agape love. Mm-hmm. And that is that uh, as I've gotten older, you know, once you have Christ in your life, once Christ resides in your soul, once Christ is and once you're walking with Christ daily and it's this never ending interaction between you and him, whether you're driving down the road, whether you're going, you realize that the things of this world that we, we, you know, uh, that we spend so much time and, and, and not, and not, and I'm not, I'm not bashing anybody that is, sure. is 
has big missions to make money and stuff like that. But to me, I find uh, an incredible value and in, in helping others, right? So whether it's that person on the side of the road, whether it's, um, I mean, you name it, in any situation, whether it's the person that is in a parking lot that you can clearly see is going through it and whether, you know, and they're, they're looking for food or something like that. You know, I, I, to me, I consider being rich and being, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I hold so much value in helping other people. And, you know, I, I, you know, to me, my mind, it, the, 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 the agape love that I have for humans is of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And, and that's, uh, um, you know, I said, once you, once you experience that and, and God is in your heart and flowing through you, you clearly see that there is nothing in the world. There, there, there is nothing about another human that should be a prepositioned thought in your mind about helping them because we all need to help each other in order to get to where we're going. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a good driving force for anyone to realize is that just because you don't have a physical person right there with you, loving you, there are forces out there that are still loving you. And I, I, I know that that's how I felt for a time. I just felt like I was unlovable. I felt like, uh, especially like with my TBI, uh, it, it created like a lot of forgetfulness. I had tears on the brainstem. That's from the car accident um, that I was in when I was at the sheriff's department. Uh, we hit a lady at around 120 miles an hour, and then we hit a tree in a telephone pole. And I had a uh, bruise on the right side of my brain. My brain bounced back. I had a bruise on the left side, and then I had tears on the brainstem. So it cost me my law enforcement career. And um, I lost, um, I was laid up in bed for about eight months. They didn't know if I'd even remember. I couldn't remember my kids' name. Uh, I was losing bodily functions. I, I would be holding a glass, and my hand would just open. Even to this day, sometimes I'm walking and my right leg will just drag. And it's like I have to physically focus on it to get it working again. Um, sometimes I'm reaching for things and I, I, can't, I can't make my hand work to grab like a pen sometimes. And I get angry. I get frustrated. And there are some people out there that when there's any elevation of stress, they just break down. And I feel like with some of my past relationships not all of them, but with some of them, that was one of the catalysts that build up to the breakdown because I wasn't with somebody who could um, manage stress very well. And here I am getting angry over these, these things that I can't control, which build just, just this massive frustration. And I think that's one of the reasons why I appreciate uh, Dawn so much is the fact that she's just patient with me through those times. And it makes me feel this, just this unconditional love. It's amazing. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, this is like, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, it's like one last like major stumbling block in my life. Right. Like I I'm single right now. And I, I, I pray to God almost every day when I, I, I try to have Bible study every day. Mm -hmm. you know? I sit down and I, I pray to God. And I'm like, you know, dearly father, please bring the right woman into my life. I, I feel like at my age, you know, I feel like, um, I have enough time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, 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 I you know, at my age, I'm just like, I have enough time in my life. And, 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 and time's never after. I mean, I, I read stories online about someone who is 70 years old and meets their soulmate, right? You know, yeah. like me, uh, the way my life is shaping out right now, that is the one thing that I just don't have figured out yet in my life. And I'm just yeah. like, 
and you are looking at a, uh, a, a Marine who has a slew of unsuccessful relationships, you know, and I, I now, and I realized that a lot of that was on my own accord and things that I was dealing with. And, you know, I, I don't want to go down that road right now, yeah. but you know, I am now that I am basically getting my feet grounded. And I, I mean, even though, even though I struggle, my, my struggles are heavy and they're daily. Uh, I believe it or not, like I, I tell this to people, I'm the best I've ever been, you know, yeah. meaning I truly am the best I've ever been, even though, because I'm, <laughs> because I identify what my struggles are. And so now that I'm manipulating my life into what I need to be to survive until, until God decides to call me home, you know, I, I am like, okay, father, please, please bring the right woman into my life because that, that I, you know, and I, 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 you know, I, my, I, I don't know, I, I give you a solid, man. I give you kudos for finding that woman in your life because what you have, you know, uh, the power of a woman, the power of, uh, of, of having that relationship, you know, I, um, that's something that has escaped me. And, uh, I, 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 I do. And it's kind of funny because for the first time ever in my life, I'm not looking right. Like I really am. I'm just concerned on myself. It's hard sometimes, right. Sure. Not, not to look, you know, I can see beautiful women, and stuff. <laughs> but I'm just like, for the first time in my life, like, you know what, my father, God is literally putting it on my heart to stay single right now. Mm -hmm. And, to just focus on me and when the time is right when the time is right i know my father god has a beautiful curvy woman no, i just yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> i want to frame it right you know, that, you know? but you know i know that my father god has a beautiful gorgeous you know and my, what my eyes everybody has their own version of what a beautiful gorgeous woman is you know but in my you know I, I pray father god you know when the time is right to bring to bring that right relationship, you know, and I, I don't know who she is. God knows who she is, you yeah. know, and he's right. He's, he's going to bring us together. Yeah. I, you know, and I personally believe we talked about this the other day. I personally believe that sometimes God makes us wait because if he was to give us the gift now, we just screw it up because we got, we got to learn some things. And I think that's how I ended up finally meeting Dawn was that I learned my lessons. I pulled my yeah. head out of my rear end. I learned how to stand on my own two feet when I'm, when I'm on my knees. And I still have to do that from time to time as well. Like it's, it's not like everything is just gone and better. Um, I still have my struggles too, but I figured out how to get back up on my feet, how to stay positive for the people around me, because that's the hard part. You know, when you're around somebody that's really wallowing in their past, even though we feel sorry for them, when it is consistent all the time, it's hard to stay positive yourself. It becomes like emotionally and spiritually draining. So I, I do feel like sometimes God makes us wait so that we don't screw it up. That's a great point, brother. Such, 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 such a great point right there. That is amazing. And yeah, real quick, if you don't mind, I wanted to uh, uh, there's a couple companies real quick and I'll also make a statement about something. I also, this is something that I promised the Marine Corps I would do. I want to make it unequivocally clear that Semper Flies has absolutely no attachment to the United States Marine Corps in any way whatsoever. I want to make sure that I put that bar in there, that, that I put that disclaimer. Uh, that was something that I literally promised the Marine Corps that I would do. The Marine Corps is a completely separate entity. My, my company and what I'm going to be doing for veterans, even though it is based off my experiences in the Marine Corps, I want to make it clear that I have no affiliation whatsoever with the United States Marine Corps, which I love with all my heart. I want to make that clear. Also, real quick, I want to recognize a, a, a couple of companies um, out there, the Marine Reconnaissance Foundation. 
that is a, a, uh, uh, an organization that I intend on networking with in the future. Um, also, the uh, uh, RNS Foundation, the Reconnaissance Cyber Foundation, uh, that is a uh, organization that I, 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 at a minimum, intend on uh, networking with in the future. And uh, Mission 22 as well. Mission 22. They, those are three companies that I've always, I've already kind of reached out to that I identified are doing amazing things with veterans as well, uh, helping veterans through hard times, their families and stuff like that. And then, of course, Warrior Quest, which we've already, which we've already talked about. But uh, before we, I mean, I, before I just, I, 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 I could say I'm, I could do this with you all, really enjoying our time together today. Um, I just want to make sure that I recognize those companies as companies that even I have reached out to them and they have basically agreed to allow me to network with them. So I just want to make sure I put them in a positive light, such amazing things that they are doing for veterans, their families and stuff of that nature. Well, I'm so glad you said that first off, because this also shows at least me and I'm sure many of our listeners too, that you actually ha are still exercising integrity, which is one of the 14 leadership traits. JJ did tie buckle. <laughs> I never, I, yeah, as soon as you said that right now, I'm all JJ did tie buckle. That's all right. Like, Maybe still a little straighter. <laughs> 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 yeah. So thank you for, for uh, giving credit where credit is due. I think that's really important, especially if people are going to uh, have the desire to help you. They need to know that you're actually stepping up and doing the right thing. If you have given your word to somebody, you are going to follow through with your word. And that's, I've known that about you since the, the 1990s. You were always a Marine of your word and you still are to this day. And I couldn't be more proud of you. I'm humbled and grateful. Do you mind if I uh, real quick kind of give an overview about some of the things that Semperflies is going to be offering? Yes, please. Super humbled and grateful, man. Um, so I, the, the way as, as I continue to grow this concept in my mind, I said I, uh, the actual physical products, which I'm going to go over here in a second. You know, like I said, I, I realized that I, at some point in time that it was bigger than the physical products and that, and that this, I mean, what I intend Semperflies to be is there will be certain times, uh, maybe maybe two or three times a year, and, and I, I really have no idea what this looks like yet, where I will actually travel the United States and I will do a seminar talking about, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, basically my experience, you know, my experience and, and the decision to save my life. You know, I, um, um, I, I, if you go to my Instagram, which is at Semperflies, you know, S-E-M-P-E-R-F-L-I-E-S, if you go to my Instagram, you know, you'll see on there that, you know, my, my number one thing I always want to do is I want to make sure that I honor uh, uh, Corporal Milio, right? I mean, that, that, that is, um, um, to me, you know, even though Semper Flies is not solely about Corporal Milio, you know, my, my Semper Flies is about, is, is, is about, is about, is about say, it, it's, it's, it's my story. It, it's me. It's Jamie Guajardo um, and saving my life and helping others to save their life. But I always want to make sure that, that you know, I can use my platform to honor Corporal Milio because I just don't want to, I want to make sure that, you know, he is honored as a true warrior hero that he is. And I just don't ever want to lose sight of that as well. It, it is a part of separate flies. I also, uh, number two is I, uh, I, I use the acronym EAS, which is on every, every Marine's heart, right? End of active duty service. But for me, EAS stands for educate. You know, I, I realized that the more education that I got, um, about my condition and stuff like that made me more empowerment to stand up and help myself. I always want to, and the A stands for advocate. I want to advocate for, 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 for the veterans that are out there 
suffering, as well as uh, uh, um, you know, the you know, as well as the companies, some of the companies I already mentioned, and then S stands for support, supporting the companies I already mentioned, and then number three is never forget. Um, some of the products that I you know I I intend, uh, Simplifies is going to have actual fishing flies that, uh, uh, and they're gonna you're gonna have your your ones that are kind of uh, market value, right? So you're gonna we're gonna have flies that are uh, that you basically, you know, it, it are, are price competitive to some of the uh, uh, flies that are out there. Um, but then there's going to be one specific Semper fly. And this specific Semper fly is going to be what some people might consider to be overpriced because the proceeds from that one Semper fly, the actual Semper fly itself, the proceeds for that are going to go towards um, you know, uh, it, 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 well, I probably I haven't worked all, all the details out in my head, but maybe I would take you know, and, and it, the way I was the way I wanted to work it was the purchase the person who donated for that fly could kind of choose that they wanted to have some of the proceeds kick back to Marine Reconnaissance Foundation or Mission Twenty Two or or something like that. You know, they, they, uh, uh, they can kind of choose where they wanted uh, uh, for that one specific fly. The rest of the flies all that uh, uh, will remain uh, in the 5013C, but you know, uh, for separate flies. But I always want to make sure that I'm recognizing and helping some of the organizations out there that, like I said, I thought, man, the, for them to even communicate with me, you know, I was just so mm -hmm. humble and grateful. Um, I also have, uh, right, right now, all I currently have, I have a lot of money invested in hats. So if you could go, if you go to my Instagram, uh, you'll see that I have hats out there right now. Uh, but I intend on having hats and shirts. I have stickers. Uh, here, here's one example of, of, of some of the hats I have out there. You can go to my Instagram and see that now. But there's uh, a multiple different designs and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I have so much money invested in in uh, and the name. You know, uh, I mean, a, a lot of money just securing the rights to the name and all that stuff. Uh, you know, very far from from making a, a profit or anything like that. Um, so. That right now, that is kind of what the platform offers as far as actual products, you know. Um, and 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 I, I want to make this unequivocally clear: I will not uh, the flies, actual flies themselves. I don't see them. Uh, the only thing I'm actually currently offering right now is hats and stickers. The actual flies themselves, I see that probably going online probably spring of 2022. So I probably because uh, I I'm going to begin. Um, I need to I need to have supply, right? Sure. So I have all. I have product right now. I have materials and the tools and all that stuff. Uh, but if, if right now if somebody said, "Hey, man, I want a thousand flies," I would be in trouble. So, <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much would it? How much would you need, Jamie, to get all the supplies and materials that you need to say make a thousand flies or ten thousand flies? What, what how, do you have a number in mind that it would take? So okay, so it's so, so funny that you say that, right? Because I'm like, man, if somebody ordered. 10,000 flies right now, man, I would be, golly, I'd be in, I'd be in big time trouble because I think at some point in time, and, and I understand your question. I, I got a question. I'm putting it right here. I also realized this at some point in time, I'm going to have to bring others in to help make flies. Right. Because I can't, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, I you know, for me to make 10,000 flies, you know, I mean, you, you, you never know to get ordered like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, uh, I may I may have to, I have to figure it out as as I grow. But right now it's just me, you know. Um, as far as money, you know, I I um, uh, I do not have a an accurate answer for that. Uh, what it would take. I mean, materials are not materials are not expensive. 
although I have a lot of money wrapped up in different various materials and tools and stuff of that nature. But um, I would have to crunch numbers. And I, I, I don't want to kick out a uh, an answer that is so far off. And then I've laid out. Like, sure. oh, I don't have an answer for that. But really, I mean, honestly, again, the actual product, right? And I want to make sure I, I'm unequivocally clear about this. The actual product itself, what I've realized is really the small, smallest part. The, the greatest part is going to be taking this on the road and mm. maybe a um, maybe a hotel lobby or not a lobby, but maybe a hotel uh, a speaker room and then having veterans come in and share my story. And, you know, and maybe that is uh, capitalizing on another a veteran event that is already going on where I'm saying, hey, you mind if I have a table at your thing or or maybe going to a VA uh, and saying, hey, do you mind if I speak here or something like that, you know? Uh, that, that, that really is the greatest part of separate flies. It's not the actual flies and stuff like that stuff. It, it yeah. is. Uh, so, so, so when you, when I answer your question, well, how much does it cost gas, right? Room and board, getting my story out there, helping veterans, you know, uh, uh, you know, what is it going to cost to travel the United States? So when you start looking at those costs, right. Uh, that, you know, helping, helping others get help helping getting veterans you know out of any living situation whether it's on the streets or on that because trust me i mean it gets it gets it gets crazy it gets gnarly out there and i i intend to help veterans of every platform meaning veterans that are living on the streets because there's a lot of them out there veterans that are in their day-to-day life that 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 are suffering that don't you know that I mean, honestly, the greatest number one tragedy is, is a veteran taking their own life. Yeah. You know, that is, and that, and, and if I can, you know, we, we say 22, you know, 22 veterans a day take their own life. Um, if I can put a dent in that number, if I could put a single dent in that number, then every single thing that I'm doing right now is, is worth it. And that's, that's the mission. That's yeah. the mission. And I think that is a perfect mission to have. Like if that's your mission statement, I mean, that that's really what it boils down to. It's, it's not so much about the tying of the flies. That's a part of it, but it's more about sharing your story. So people know that they're not alone. And like, you're an example. I mean, you've been kicked in the teeth and every day, once again, you find ways to stand back up and, you know, that's an inspiration. It's an inspiration to me. I know it's an inspiration to others. And uh, I think what you got going on is, is really amazing. And I'm, I really want to do everything that I can in my power to help you out with this. Um, and I hope that some of our listeners have been uh, touched by your story and are willing to uh, lend a helping hand to see this thing kick off, uh, get off the ground, become a 501c3. Uh, so yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to any uh, attorneys out there that are willing to do some pro bono work for a disabled veteran who wants to help other disabled veterans. I think that's a massive deal. Um, I will post that link to the uh, GoFundMe account. Also the links on the other um, uh, foundations that you mentioned, Jamie, I want to give them uh, credit as well, because I know that's important to you. Uh, and we're going to do everything that we can to help this uh, go through. I, I really believe in your, your mission plan here, Jamie. So oh, and, brother. Yeah, I want to thank you for joining us today on this podcast and uh, sharing your story. Uh, and again, for you listeners, I know this is a little out of the ordinary. There was no dog psychology or philosophy today. 
Um, but uh, I, I really feel like this is a really important topic. We have Veterans Day coming up, uh, which is also my anniversary. I was so grateful that my wife wanted to get married on Veterans Day. I never have to forget my anniversary, which is great. <laughs> and happy birthday, brother, because the Marine Corps birthday is the day before Veterans Day. Hoorah. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your continued support. Without you people tuning in and listening, uh, I wouldn't, I would cease to exist. So thank you for your ongoing support in uh, Canine Mind Freak and Canines on Duty. Um, and Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today, my friend. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, my, my love and uh, humbleness and gratefulness to you and, and, and Don, right? And, 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 and you're just uh, thank you so much. I'm so blessed for this opportunity. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I love you, man. You're my brother and I love you till the day I die. Pepper five, bro. All right, my man. Well, you take care and uh, we're going to see this through you and I, we're going to stay in constant contact for all you listeners. We're going to give you updates on uh, Jamie's progress. I think this would be a really neat story to follow. And let's not forget, Jamie is a dog lover. You know, he talked about his dog. You got it right there. Let's, let's see. Yeah, I was going to actually say that. Come here. This yeah. is, this is uh, Piper. Come here, Piper. This is my dog, Piper. This Aww. dog, the uh, Piper. Every single day, uh, uh, I the, it's so funny because she has a hard story as well, and um, it's weird because we, me and this dog, have so much in common. It's it's weird. It's it's, it's weird, <laughs> but uh, we probably save each other's life every single day. And I think that is, you know, that kind of giving a shout out to all your canine listeners. You know, the power of a dog. You know, the power of uh, of that soul looking in your eyes and relying on you every single day, and you relying on her. It, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a bridge that goes back and forth. You know, so I uh, I also applaud what you do. You know, I, and and what you're into and your your quest to uh, help uh, those manage their their canines and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's an amazing thing having a dog. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm so glad you shared that, man. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to check out. And until next time, everybody stay safe. Watch your six and Jamie with me. And as always, Semper Fi. Bye, brother. All right.